Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we're going to talk about the concept of emotional safety. It is just what we think is the heartbeat of a happy, healthy, intimate relationship. We're going to define what is emotional safety. We're going to talk to you about what happens when you don't have emotional safety, and then we're going to give you a few real practical tools to begin to engage with your partner to increase emotional safety and have the relationship that you want to have. So stay tuned. You're going to get a lot out of this episode. Do you want to feel more emotionally and intimately connected with your partner? Then we have the tool that is exactly right for you. We have a program called Relationship Renovation at Home, and it is an amazing way for you and your partner to have a structured way weekly to work together. Because we deserve awesomeness in our relationships. Just go to our website, relationshiprenovation.com. At the top, there's a link to at home program, and it will give you a free lesson. If you want to just check it out and see if it's something that works for you and your partner, we know it will make a significant positive impact on your relationship. Hello, all, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. Hello, and my name is EJ Kerwin. And what an episode we have for you today. We feel very compelled to bring this episode in because it really is the number one ingredient to making relationships work, and that is emotional safety. Yeah, emotional safety is something that we talk to all of our couples about. It's something we assess at the beginning, in the middle, in the end, and it's really something that I think most of the time you know, they don't even really have a word for it. It's not even like a concept that they're at all familiar with. Well, what I can say is a lot of our couples that come in, there is a high percentage that have not developed emotional safety. And there's not even really this framework around what that means because a lot of us have never really had secure attachments or emotional safety throughout our lifetime. And so there's not even really that base. Yeah. And I I think a lot of that is just because we get into relationships and we just assume they're sort of supposed to just take care of themselves. And because we were in love at one point and things are easy at one point, that it should just be smooth sailing. We'll hit a couple bumps, but we'll be fine throughout. And, you know, our whole concept here is like, we have to put work into our relationship. We have to understand what's going on in order to have a successful, happy, loving, intimate relationship. And we're going against the grain of our biology because in our body, if we feel threatened, whether that's a look, whether that's a reaction, whether we're getting blamed for something like our job is to defend ourselves. And so when we're doing that with our partner, it erodes emotional safety again. And so we, I'm sure you've heard this. If you're a podcast listener, we talk about emotional safety. Like we talk about brushing our teeth in the morning. We just know how important it is. And that is the core work that we do with our couples. And you can even feel the moment that shift happens when couples come from this place of disconnection and they start to cultivate emotional safety, you can just, the feeling of it is just so obvious and it's so beautiful. So we just really wanted to take an entire podcast today to define it, to help give you tools, to start talking about it, developing it. And yeah, that's why we're doing this. Let's do it. All right. Bring us in. Tara is is driving the boat on this episode. I like it. I'm just sitting back and following. Well, I just think emotional safety means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. And what might feel emotionally safe for me might feel different for you. And so I think 
I would like to define what emotional safety means for me and also for the work I do with clients. And then maybe you can kind of go into what that means for you. Absolutely. Okay. So emotional safety to me means that I can be all my parts, right? My joyful self, my sad self, my anxious self, my depressed self, my angry self. And that although you might get triggered to some of them, that all of me is okay and that you're curious about all those different parts Instead of saying, hey, T, I wish you could just be like this, or why can't you be more like this? It's like, wow, I can see that you're really struggling today. Help me understand. To me, emotional safety means I have a partner, and I'm talking emotional safety in intimate relationships. I have a partner who most of the time, instead of being reactive, is curious about me instead of put me in a box and judge me for why I am a certain way that hour or day or week or month. Yeah. What does it mean for you? Yeah, I mean, the way I look at emotional safety is emotional safety is the ability to give and receive love freely with your partner. It is, as you said, uh, to be your whole self. Um, emotional safety is I can open up to you about anything and we have an atmosphere where it's gonna be okay. That doesn't mean it's all roses and rainbows that we open up about something and there might be difficulty or there might be some level of conflict, mm -hmm. but it's knowing that it's safe to do it. And, and also I like what you said, it's about we feel accepted for who we are because the reality is, is we are a component of many things. We are a mixture of many things. And there's we have strengths, we have weaknesses, mm -hmm. we have things that we feel very confident about, we have things that we feel very insecure about. And emotional safety is I can be sort of my whole self, my partner can be their whole self, and we are accepting and loving of that. Add one more thing to that because a lot of times you get into relationships and you're trying to be what the other person wants you to be or what you think they should be or what you think you should be so you can like wow them and like that's the most amazing person ever. And of course, right, as time goes on, all of our parts come out. But having emotional safety actually allows that individual to grow and become their whole self. A lot of us don't even know what it means to be our whole selves yet. And so with emotional safety, right, I'm becoming my best self with you because you're saying, I accept you, I love you. Let's see what's under there. It's not like we get into relationships and we're already these great whole selves. We're like little fragments of a bunch of different things. Yeah. I mean, metaphorically, I think of emotional safety as you know, like a rock climber is always tied in, you know, there's something there that even if they slip, they're not going to fall all the way down. Like there's something that's pinning them there mm -hmm. that keeps them safe. And that is, it's more abstract in relationship that it's emotional safety. It's yeah. that I'm with you and I can slip, we can slip, you can slip, mm -hmm. and it's not going to be, be a free for all. I'm not going to break my leg. I'm not going to fall and have internal bleeding. You know, it's okay to slip. Yeah, I love that. So, okay, so let's talk about what happens when it's non-existent. Again, and it's not non-existence because either of you are like, oh, I don't want emotional safety. It's like a lot of 
people just don't even have a baseline of what does that even mean. I think that's like an incredibly important thing to touch on because of the fact that oftentimes early in a relationship, things are just easier and it's more just organically connected. And so you don't talk about these type of things. Oftentimes, you know, we, we fix things by knowing what's sort of broken or what's missing. And so what we wanna show and, and talk about right now is what does it look like when this is something that you and your partner haven't established, that you haven't talked about, that you don't have a context for? So we see a lot, we won't overwhelm you with all of the symptoms of non-existent emotional safety, but obviously like communication breakdown, communication barriers, just overall really poor communication, a lot of blaming, a lot of reactivity, a lot of conflict. Absolutely. I mean, so in communication, when there's a lack of emotional safety, you don't feel safe to talk about things, that, that it feels very tenuous, that when you go into a vulnerable space, it doesn't feel safe, you know, or, or it doesn't feel like it's going to go well, you know. And so therefore, you do things like you don't talk about difficult things, or anytime you talk about anything that's even moderately conflictual, it goes sideways because one person maybe retracts or the other person gets anxious and, and aggressive. So, you know, communication just becomes laborious. I mean, that's what we hear a lot of couples coming in. It's like, we can't even talk about what we're, where we're going to dinner. It's the whole walking on eggshells. Yeah. You walk, you can walk on eggshells for sure. Another symptom because of this is just feeling disconnected, lonely, isolated within the relationship. You know, and these kind of these things a lot of times piggyback on one another because if you don't feel comfortable talking about things and you can't talk about the most simple of things, mm -hmm. then the inevitable, like really tough emotional stuff that that all of us face, you stop talking about it because you're like, oh, why? I, I don't even want to go there. It'll just start a problem. And it, it doesn't even have to have a feeling of being like high conflict or my partner's a bad person. But it's just like, oh, you know, I'm not even going to bring that up because, it, you know, chances mm -hmm. are it won't go well or they're not going to want to hear it. So, you know, communication breaks down and, you start finding maybe negative ways to get around that. Right. And again, that just kind of snowballs with that sense of disconnection or that ability like, oh, I can't say this and I can't be me and they can't be themselves. You know, we see a loss of intimacy, loss of just wanting to spend time together. They'd rather be at work more, be with the kids more. There's just that loss of quality time together. And the whole spectrum of intimacy, right? It starts with just the most basic, yeah. like, can I open up about what's going on for me internally, about my job, about parenting, about my age, about about my body, whatever. And so it's the intimacy of having a open-hearted communication that is somewhat vulnerable goes out the window. And then, you know, up the ladder of intimacy, it begins to break down where, you, where you're just less affectionate and yeah. there are less gestures of love. That whole giving and receiving love freely, it begins to feel like, wow, we, we don't really give and receive love freely. And unfortunately then, because we all are humans and we all have needs, we start to get our needs met outside of our intimate relationship through a variety of measures. Yeah. And I, I think a nice little transmutation of that is 
our needs, because I think sometimes when, when we say that, I think think people hear it automatically just in the sort of realm of infidelity. Mm. But I think another way to look at that is like our focus goes away from our partner, that we begin to focus on other things because we feel more empowered. We feel more confident there. We don't feel that tenuous, like, oh my gosh, this isn't going to go well thing. And so you focus on, you know, you get really uber focused in your career. You get uber focused in parenting. You get uber focused on, you know, activities outside Mm -hmm. and you stop really focusing on what we know is the like the foundation of wellness in life when you're in relationship, which is your relationship. You just don't, you don't focus on it because it feels, you know, again, it doesn't, it doesn't feel safe. You, you don't feel successful and confident in it. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was just thinking about when you said that, and this could be a whole other podcast, but some partners come in and, and one partner might, it feels like they have more needs than the other because maybe they're more reactive. Maybe they're more emotional. Maybe they come from more of a trauma background. Maybe the other partner just doesn't even really have a lot of needs. And so I think that's also important to make sure that the needs feel very equal because it shouldn't be one partner's needs are more important than the other partner's needs. But I think that that can very well get flipped or, or misperceived, I think. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You you adapt in these situations, right? Yeah. Like you each have your own operating system. And so if there's a breakdown in emotional safety, things can get imbalanced. A lot of the time is about how people react to the lack of, of safety and the lack of connection, right? Because one person might be more anxious. Mm-hmm. And they might be the one that sort of rattles the cage more. And they're like, we don't do this and we haven't done that. That's me. Yeah, yeah. And then the other person- I know why you're looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're sitting across from me. That's that's the only reason. And then the other person, and you know, clearly this is me in the relationship, withdraws, you know, they, they're kind of like, you know, I don't want to rattle the cage and there's no even point bringing this up. So Mm -hmm. I'll just sort of like deal with it myself. And so there becomes this real imbalance that feeds into, and, and honestly just makes it worse. You know, it makes that lack of safety worse. And don't get me wrong, we still fall into that pattern, but we're way more aware now, right? Even if we have the most emotionally safe relationship, we are going to fall into those patterns, but we're going to quickly recover. And yeah. a lot of our couples don't quickly recover. Well, because it's it's not like everything. And this is a, this is a super important thing for every couple because you know, you can work on this whole concept with your partner and we'll get into that in a little bit, even if you're like, oh, well, there is like, a, a, you know, some emotional safety. Now that you're talking about this, we do have this, uh, you know, at times that it's not like a a black and white that like, hey, Mm -hmm. you as a couple either have emotional safety or you don't have emotional safety. You know, it's like, where are we at in that spectrum? And and when we ask these questions in a little bit that you can work on with your partner, we're going to get into like a spectrum because, you know, you might be a two or two and a half or a three, you know, on this and, and that's in one through five. And so it doesn't have to be that there's just like a complete void of this to work on this. So, well, that's a great transition. How do we even go about developing this, understanding this, talking about this? kind of like our next piece. Okay, so you know, it's important to know that this is a concept that you might walk out of this podcast 
and you want to address with your partner. And again, it might not be that there's a complete lack of it. It might not be perfect. It might just be somewhere on the spectrum, right? That you're like, hey, I, I want to connect with my partner about this. This might be useful, right? And so the first thing we want to do is like, okay, how do you even begin to address this with your partner? Before you really get into the nuts and bolts of like, hey, we don't have this, or I heard this thing and I'm noticing that we're not emotionally connected or, or whatever, I think the first thing is like telling your partner like, hey, there's this thing like I heard about in relationships. And so you're talking about it in a general yes. sense instead of in the like directly you and your partner first. And you're saying like, hey, you know, just like part of being healthy, there's nutrition and there's exercise and there's sleep, right? Mm -hmm. There's all these components that everybody struggles with and everybody has a relationship with. You're saying like, hey, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I heard about this concept today and it's it's called emotional safety. And the way they talked about it was it's the ability to give and receive love freely. Being accepted for all your parts. It's being accepted completely for who you are, the, the strengths, the areas of growth. And are you willing to talk? Like, I just, I'm just curious what, if I say emotional safety, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you bring it up in a very broad sense. It's not necessarily about your relationship quite yet, but just the overall sense of what that means for you. Absolutely. And also a key component in any time you're addressing something with your partner is setting. Setting is incredibly important. So let me give an example of, of a miss on my part. It was a miss last night. Yeah. So, at around 9.30. So last night, like, you know, we're in the living room. There's like a football game on. My son's following his fantasy football league. He's like on a hoverboard zipping around the room. Tara's been away and came back and is a little sleep deprived. At a family funeral. Yeah. You know, the, the it's, it's nine o'clock at night. And I asked her a question that probably was going to lead to a deeper discussion. Not a great setting, right? Like lower the likelihood that we're going to succeed in that conversation, that it's going to go well, that it's going to be fruitful. So making sure that when you have these conversations with your partner, that the setting is right. Yeah. The setting feels calming. It feels good for both of you. It's at a good time. I feel like permission is important too, right? Yeah. Would this be okay to talk about that right yeah, now? I have this this thing that's about relationships. Yeah. Not about our relationship, but it's about relationships. <laughs> yeah. Is this a time that you might want to talk about it or, or maybe is there some other time that would be better for you? Or let's go on a dinner date and talk about emotional safety, there honey. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So we have 
In our relationship renovation modality that we use in office and at home, we do an initial assessment, a middle assessment, and an end assessment because we really want to make sure that our couples are building that emotional safety. So we're always assessing progress and Obviously, we can't go through all of the 13 questions that we have on our assessment, um, but we want to just give you two or three questions that you might be able to talk with your partner about. It's on a scale of one to five, and basically you're kind of saying, I'm about right here right now. Again, if you feel like this would be really triggering and you just can't do that with your partner right now, that's okay. There are at least questions to think about. So... We want to give you some conversation starters, basically, that if you're at home and you're like, hey, this is something that I want to talk to my partner about, but I, I want to like back up and slow it down a second and make sure we're really clear about that we said, hey, the first thing you're going to do with your partner is you're going to look for the right setting. Then you're going to say, hey, there's this thing about relationships that I'd really like to discuss with you. Then you're going to start a generalized conversation about, hey, the term they used was emotional safety. What do you think about that? What does that mean to you? And hopefully you're sort of like soft pedaling. You're creating like a nice atmosphere for this conversation. And then you go into these questions because these questions are delving into us, you know, and, and so you don't want to sort of dive in too quick into that because that's when people, if you're not careful, if there is some lack of emotional safety, that's where walls are going to go up and you want to do everything you can to create the atmosphere mm -hmm. and the setting to then get into these questions. And again, this is just a sample. So these are not just, we're only probably for time purposes can get through three, but one of the first questions is, it is easy to get my partner's attention. Yeah. Again, this is on a scale of one to five. Five is like, oh my God, yeah. I, it is super easy to get my partner's attention. One is like, uh, yeah, never. Yeah. I mean, an incredibly important question. It's yeah. easy to get my partner's attention because ultimately what we want and how this relates to safety is our partner is our biggest support. You know, they're the ones who are going to help us through the most difficult moments. And so this question talks about the fact that like, if I need my partner's attention, mm -hmm. I'm able to get it. Yeah. I love that question. And it's, and it's not like, you know, like I'm sure EJ for me, like there are many times you have a hard time getting my attention because I am like zoom, zoom, zooming, but because we have so much emotional safety built into our relationship now, if you are like, T, hang on, girl. I need you right now. I, absolutely, right? But if you didn't have that emotional safety, it might come out like, why don't you ever pay attention to me? I'm trying to talk to you, right? And so that's where it's, we can, I can still be like a little Zoomer, but EJ can come to me like, hey, this is really important. When can we find a time? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, moving on. Another question is, I trust that my partner will comfort me when needed. Uh, I mean, in incredibly important. I mean, and it's a significant part of emotional safety, right? Is that my partner knows when I'm fragile, you know, knows when I'm in need. They have the ability to mm -hmm. be comforting, to make me feel safe in a moment that I don't feel safe. And that's a really hard one because a lot of time our suffering makes our partner want to stay away from us. Like, I'm not entering that zone. No, thank you. But when you can see your partner struggling and you enter into that realm and say, hey, 
help me understand what's happening, any way I can support you. That is like game changer. And it shows that you're attuned. Misattuned is I don't want to be near that, right? Oh, if you're going to have a tantrum, stay away. I'm going to put you in a timeout. That's the same feeling we get, but we're adults. Like we can handle it. I can handle your pain. You can handle my pain. I'm going to be curious. I'm not going to back away because you're in a bad mood. Well, and it, and it directly relates to that idea of of my partner accepts me as a whole. Because when we need comfort is oftentimes where where we're in our struggles. And if we're in our struggles and we don't feel like our partner can comfort us, then we don't feel completely accepted. Then it's like, well, yeah. I have to just be my my perfect self. Yeah. And then I'll be accepted, I'll be loved. And that's, again, this is where a lot of childhood wounds and unmet needs come, right? And it is not about our partner in that moment, but our partner needs to understand, I really need you to be here to comfort me and I'm gonna show you ways that you can do it. And we teach each other because we're not gonna get it right all of the time. Mm -hmm. Another question we ask is, even when we disagree, I know we will find a way to resolve our differences. This is so important because this is the symptom that drives couples into couples counseling. The threat of divorce. It's the symptom that leads to the idea that the solution is just separating. Mm -hmm. And it's that when couples have these repeated experience where they can't resolve conflict. And we have to know that conflict is a natural part of relationship. And so if our, as it relates to this question, is if I don't have confidence that we're gonna go through conflict and we're gonna make it out the other side or we're gonna find some sort of resolution, or at least we're gonna feel like it's okay to be in disagreement or to be struggling. And when that happens over and over and over again, you start to be like, hey, what's the point? Yeah. Well, and there's always that feeling of like, oh my gosh, this person's one foot out the door. Knowing that you and I can have arguments or any couple can have arguments, but that there will always be that home base. Hey, that sucked. That was really difficult, but we're okay. You know, and that's why one of a very early intervention we do with our couples is like, you cannot threaten divorce. You've got to sign, you've got to agree that when you're going through this process, because it's not a linear process, couples counseling can definitely be agitating, but that you agree that you don't have this, okay, if this happens one more time, I'm done, I'm out of here, because that by no means feels safe and you cannot do that work. And just having that agreement while couples are in therapy, that feels really good. Like, okay, at least we can't use that. We have to figure out something else instead of using those threats. Well, and, and the reality is, is that the most difficult challenges that you're going to go through in your relationship are not resolved quickly. They're not things that you, that you bring them up, you talk about them and 15 minutes later, it's like, all right, we got intimacy figured out or, <laughs> or all right, we got finances figured out. It's that we, we have to have that emotional safety that says we can go through maybe a prolonged amount of difficult time together. And we're, we may not get to the solution or the resolution today or tomorrow, but we're safe in that discomfort together, no matter how long it takes. Absolutely. And again, fruits of the labor. 
We want to share what we have seen, what we have observed, what we have felt with hundreds and hundreds of relationships in addition to ours around what happens, what is the outcome of cultivating emotional safety. Again, is it perfect? No. Do we still get into our little ruts? Absolutely. Do we still get triggered? For sure. But fruits of the labor are increased connection, increased attunement and confidence that we can freaking get through anything and we'll be okay. When you begin to take this on and you begin to work not on the one problem that's in front of you, the do we buy this car or not buy this car, but you begin to look at this as like, hey, there's this overarching thing called emotional safety and we're building it, right? And when you begin to build it, when we see couples go through that process, there's just like a lateness that returns okay. into their relationship, you know, cause I see it in, yes. the, in the process where like, they're still talking about a very difficult thing, but it's not quite as heavy as it was two months ago or six months ago, or even 18 mm -hmm. months ago, that it just feels a little bit lighter. Imagine feeling completely accepted. I mean, yes, our kids love us, they accept us, but I'm talking from your intimate partner. Imagine feeling complete acceptance for whatever it is we're doing in that moment or we're feeling in that moment or whoever we are. That feels really damn good. And it's very rare that we've had that in our lifetime. And it takes work. It's not something that just organically replenishes. These are things that are like tune-ups to your relationship mm -hmm. that you're identifying. Like when you're driving your car, you just see the are am I driving down the street and the and the tires are full of air? Yeah. And you're not looking at like, hey, somebody needs to check out the transmission. Somebody needs to just make sure I got enough transmission fluid in there, that the gears are moving smoothly, and that things like emotional safety are things that are just underneath the hood, right? And when you start having these types of conversations and they start feeling better, maybe not good yet, but at least you're working on it. There is an opening. <laughs> the biggest thing that happens comes down to one of our primary mottos is that when you feel connected in your relationship, everything else in the world begins to feel more manageable. Yes. When you are disconnected, when you lack the emotional safety that you and your partner crave, everything feels more stressful, more out of control. And what we see is just people start managing life better. Yeah, I just, I mean, I know we're kind of closing soon, but I just, the gratitude that comes along with you for doing this work with me, it's why we created this center. It's been super choppy but the calmness is worth it, right? Through the choppy waters. And so again, if I could be anybody's cheerleader, like emotional safety is, it's an amazing feeling. That's all I can share. I, I, I can't talk about it. It's the feeling of it. Yeah. I mean, I can like share a little bit on a personal side of like how having this awareness of a general component of your relationship and having the ability to even you and I, Tara, sitting here together talking about it, it's helped me pull some things into focus between the two of us. Mm -hmm. When we're like in it, when we're like in sort of the day-to-day -day and the kids and the work and the in-laws or, or my parents or your blah, 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 you know, that you get really like sort of like you're just staring into a microscope. 
and it's easy just to see all the bacteria, <laughs> you mm. know? And by having this discussion today, it's really reminded me that even though things can be difficult, that things have changed greatly in us identifying this as something that we're cultivating in our relationship. Always, And yeah. even though there's difficult times still, I'm able to say like, because we've addressed this as a dynamic and it's something both of us individually and together are working on together, those difficult times are more manageable now. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, I mean, that just to me is such an important thing is like when we're suffering, we just get so myopic. We get mm -hmm. so like, just see that little speck of dust on the window. And by you at home beginning to identify this, say like, hey, I wanna have this discussion. What does it mean to you? Here's some questions we move through. This is something that we're yeah. gonna be working on now together from now on that we, we've identified. We want to have an emotionally safe relationship so we feel connected, we feel supportive and life is easier. That I know it will change things for you at home. Yeah, and that feels like such a great gentle way of approaching the start of this. So, so thank you for listening today. We really are so grateful for our audience and all of the amazing feedback we're receiving and the support that we can be for couples around the world, really. Yeah, and and, and when you finish this episode, just do us one favor. Uh, go wherever you're listening to this. Please leave us a review, rate us. That feedback means a lot. It helps us get the word out. It helps more people plug into this amazing community of people. And there's thousands and thousands of you out there who are listening and who are dedicated to having an amazing relationship, to becoming the best person you can be through your interactions with your partner. So share it, rate it. It helps us build a better world. And that's our mission here is we, we are making a better world through making better relationships. And being safe in our intimate relationship just generalizes out to the safety of the world, which is so needed right now. So thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.